0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that will help you become your best self, and today we were talking about how trauma shows up in our lives. But before that, really quickly, I just wanted to invite you to come follow me on TikTok. I'm at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I'm also on Instagram, and if you check the show notes below, you'll be able to see where you can join our Facebook community, which is the Real Positive Girl community, where I'm trying to figure out the best way to provide extra resources for you guys, extra ways for me to show up and help you and um, provide lives and um, access to new tools and resources early. So check that out if you're interested. Also, there is a link for you to sign up for my weekly newsletter that comes out every single Monday. And I think there's links for other stuff too. Um, I have a new guide that's out if you want to check that out on how to become more self-aware. Um, yeah, so just go ahead and check out those links when you have a moment, but let's go ahead and jump right into today's episode, which again is how trauma shows up in our lives. So when I was a child, I wished that when you went through something tough and traumatic, that it wouldn't fall you to the next part of your life. Like, like you can just like go through something really bad and then, be done with it, and then move on, and then not have to think about it again, not have to worry about it again, like, no sweat off your back, you're over it, you're done. It's like turning a page in a book and you're like, we're done here, like, we're done, yay, great. Um, And I had this desire that emotional baggage, like, wasn't a thing, like, what didn't have to be a thing, it wasn't a thing, and we could just leave it behind or forget about it because it shouldn't affect who we are or how we live our lives in the future, And, you know, reflecting on this, I don't think I was far off from how we ideally would like to live our lives, because wouldn't it be fantastic, fan-freaking-tastic, if we could no longer have to deal with emotional baggage? We can literally just go through every single experience, understand why it happened, take whatever knowledge we need from it, and move forward and never think about it again. That would be so nice. Like, it would be nice. Um, so it's not exactly how we live our lives though, unfortunately, it's, it's definitely an ideal, um, to not allow our emotional baggage to drown us out. And, you know, when we start dealing with our emotional baggage, we do need to find a way to leave the parts of it that causes us pain, heartache, burden, and all the terrible feelings behind So to no longer torment us because by allowing this emotional baggage to continue in our lives and continue to kind of poke us in the stick or poke us in the stick, poke us with a stick in the back and be like, hey, I'm still here. Hey, I'm going to bother you. Um, We're just continuing to allow these things to torment us. It's like we're in like a prison of our own pain, which is not ideal. It's not fun. It's not something that we want to be a part of. So leaving the parts of that, uh, leaving leaving the parts of it that cause you to like replay the hurts in your mind are not needed, right? That's the part that we definitely want to like, we want to cut that right out. It needs to go away. It's what you learned from the experience and what to do differently that is important. Those are the things you want to take away. Those are the things you want to think over and really consider and and. Like ruminate about because you're like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how it's going to apply to this situation in the future. This is going to be fan freaking tastic. But you know, it's another like one that's like easier said than done, right? To just be like, yeah, we're gonna go through the pain, and if we have emotional damage and have a hard time with it, we're just going to leave the bad stuff behind, (laughs) take the learning lessons, and move forward. Um, And I feel like there's a time where we probably do do that we can like grow and learn and understand how to get to that point and then other times we're going to dip down cuz i truly feel like life and our emotions are like a roller coaster where you're like you know we're like going up or even like uh, peaks and valleys that's probably a better um like thought for it so it's like you're you're going up the mountain and things feel great cuz you could see all these wonderful things that you have in the distance and goals to accomplish and you're, you're you're moving towards those and you get to the top and it's like, woohoo, everything is great. But then you, you know, kind of start going down the other side of the mountain. You're like, oh, okay, things are okay, but they're still okay, but they're still okay. And then you hit the bottom and you're like, wow, everything sucks. <laughs> everything is terrible. And then you make your way back up again, you know, peaks and valleys, the tops and the bottoms. Um, and it's just... <laughs> that's how life is. And so we can't expect for everything to just be perfect with emotional baggage, at least being like, okay, I'm just going to like leave it behind forever. Cause sometimes we'll be able to really like, you know, take what we need and then move forward. And other times we'll just want to clutch it close. Like it's our favorite teddy bear or something like that. So, and I want you to know that's okay. I went through that whole explanation just so you know that it's okay. And it's perfectly healthy and accepted because we are not perfect And sometimes things just hit us harder than other things. And that's perfectly acceptable. Um, But, you know, trauma, which is like, you know, what causes our emotional baggage, can result from so many different events and experiences. There is a wide, 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 wide range of things that could happen to us that would cause us trauma. So it's important to understand that the way someone else has experienced trauma can and most likely will be different than someone else and yourself and that there is no criteria for what classifies trauma absolutely not and it's just a simple rule of like if it was traumatic for you then it was traumatic then it's it's called trauma and so just know that your trauma is valid even if some jerk tells you that it isn't and just know that if someone else is sharing with you what they're going through and you would consider what they're going through to be less than what you're experiencing don't say that try not to even consider it because if it's trauma for them then then it's trauma for them okay now i know there is going to be the few and far between where people will feel like <laughs> Having to wait, I don't know, thirty-five minutes in the line to get a diet coke at the local drive-in is traumatic. But uh, you know, you know what I mean. Like sometimes people will be over dramatic. Okay, that's going to happen. But generally speaking, if someone says that they're experiencing something traumatic, then it's traumatic. And if it's not, then it's not. I mean, like, well, if they say it's not, then it's not. You know what I mean? But it it. Whatever they say is true. So I want you to know, and that also helps you to understand that whatever you're going through is valid, even if someone else is trying to convince you that what they're going through is worse and that you should feel sorry for them and not feel sorry for yourself. I mean, we shouldn't be falling sorry for ourselves, but you know what I mean. I don't need to continue on with this ramble, even though you know that I kind of want to, but I won't. So just know that your trauma is valid. Everyone else's trauma is valid. What If you consider it to be a trauma, it's a trauma. So... Trauma can manifest in many different ways, which just means it like shows up in your life um, it through different, different avenues, you know, like through your physical body, through your emotions, through your mindset, different ways. And you know, whether it's directly after the experience or years later in your life, it doesn't matter. It can show up both times um, or you can repress it and then it'll just show up when it decides to show up. So it just depends on how it it impacted us and whether or not we have taken the time to heal from these events. Um, So if you haven't taken the time to heal from your trauma and better understand how uh, that experience and those events affected you, how it changed your mindset, how it changed the way that you think about your emotions and feelings about certain things, maybe something definitely like tied to what you experienced, um, maybe, like, people, places, things that you would do, whatever it may be, um, you can really, like, when if you start to do work on it, which would mean, like, going to counseling or doing self-help books or, you know, listening to podcasts, reading books, um, you know, working with a mentor or a coach, whatever. Whatever it is that you want to do, if you try to, like, start working through it and understanding it better and understanding how it is, directly affecting you, then you will be able to work through it so it doesn't affect you as much. Um, But today, you know, this is kind of like why I want today, I want to talk about like how trauma manifests in life so you can like at least be aware of, wow, okay, I'm really dealing with this issue. It must be something involving the trauma experience or event that I went through and so I want to share with you five different ways that trauma shows up in our lives just so you can have an understanding of a few ways that it does now as I say every single time this is not a conclusive list this is just a list of ones that I wanted to share with you because I feel like they were very important and if you feel like none of this resonates with you please go to google and see uh, if there's something else that would better fit you uh, talk to a professional a counselor or a therapist if you feel like they would better help you understand um, how your trauma is manifesting in your life and what you should do about it. But these are just the ones that I recommend, and the ones that I researched that I feel like would be helpful to know and be aware of. Okay, so five ways that trauma shows up in our lives. The first one is external validation. Uh, external validation needed. Also, I'm, I just want to share with you that I'm not necessarily going to tell you how to like you know, work through these things. I'm just going to show you or tell you what to look for so then you can work through it. Maybe we can do like a second part of this episode. If you would like me to go through all five of these to tell you how to move through it, like in detail, let me know. Send me an email, um, drop a line on TikTok or Instagram, let me know. Uh, So external validation needed is the first one. So, you know, we believe, like when we believe we aren't enough, and have gone through experiences where we were told you know you weren't enough you weren't everything that you need to be you're lacking with this that and the other um, or you were isolated and unsupported in everything that you're doing and who you are just as a human um, and you need the comfort that you are doing what is right so the external validation comes from one of those scenarios or something else that I haven't mentioned here so I, when I was doing the research, I was like, oh my gosh, isolated and unsupported. That was definitely something that I personally experienced as a child growing up. And I do have a problem with needing external validation like all the time. It's actually something that I've yet to really bring up in therapy. I need to like make a note about that Uh, because I was isolated a lot and unsupported in like things that I wanted unless it directly aligned with what my uh, parents wanted me to do specifically my dad because that's who raised me and it sucks because now I just find myself continually wanting to be validated by others to make sure that I'm doing the thing that is right in their eyes and other people's eyes because I feel like I was continually living up to the expectations of others so maybe you feel the same maybe you feel like you're constantly needing the validation from other people in a lot of things that you do Maybe it's because you were told that you weren't enough or you personally don't feel like you're enough or, you know, you were isolated and unsupported. So really just consider that if you find yourself overly needing external validation all of the time, it could definitely be a manifestation of your trauma showing up in those trauma events of just being treated poorly and just something for you to consider. Okay, number two. Number two is trauma can show up as you fixing others. So, <laughs> you know that I'm sure you've met someone that wants to just be a fixer. I feel like it is very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is very, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. <laughs> it's it's uh, customary. That's not the word I want. But it's customary for people to assume that women are fixers in relationships. Uh, stereotypical. That was the word I was looking for. Yay. Congratulations to me. Okay. So it's very stereotypical for people to believe that women like to be fixers of men. So they'll like start dating someone or get married to them. And you're like, oh, I can change them. I can make them better. And I'm not sure if I really like agree with that stereotype or not. I know that I do know some people that's true of and some people that it's not. So here or there. But if you find it you're like wanting to fix people, you want to make them better. You want to force them to become their best selves, to get help, to make changes that would make them um, better better in whatever sense you want to think about that, uh, then it's probably manifesting from some trauma that you experienced. So you possibly see yourself as being flawed yourself or in need of repair. So you do the same to others because you're projecting out to them and you're like, oh my gosh, I I am like a piece of work. I need to work on this, that, and the other. You know, I'm never going to be perfect. Um, I am, I have so many things I need to work on and that could also come, that, that messaging could also come from somewhere else in your life where people were telling you that they, those things and always trying to like tinker and fix you and tell you that this is going to make you better and this is going to make you better and this is going to make you better. And, and, you know, that could be like some sort of experience, um, you know, family members or maybe it was like a relationship that you were in. Cause just so you know, all of this doesn't necessarily have to stem from childhood at all. I just feel like a lot of my trauma. It's directly from childhood. So don't use my examples as like where it has to come from. It literally could have came from like, I don't know, last week when you experienced something that was like traumatic for you. So just keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, so if you are a fixer and you're constantly wanting to fix people, it's because you just feel like you can't fix yourself or people have told you that you cannot be quote unquote fixed. So you want to fix others. You're hoping that will somehow make you better and fix and heal whatever is going on inside of you. So just consider that if you are someone that feels like you just constantly have to be in a relationship, fixing someone, be in a friendship, uh, be in your family, constantly trying to fix your family members, people at work, whatever, it can definitely spread. Okay, number three, we are just flying through these today. I did not expect this episode to be as short as it's ending up to be, but you know, that's just the way that it goes sometimes. Plus, random note, this episode, I actually had the people that follow me on Instagram in my stories vote whether I talked about how trauma shows up or codependency, and they chose this one. So next time, maybe we'll talk about codependency, but this is how this topic came about because I picked a couple topics, and I needed help deciding, and they helped me decide. So anyway, that's where this came from. Number three. (laughs) Tolerating abusive behavior. This is tolerating abusive behavior. Like this is where you are, this is what you're used to, right? And you fear speaking up for yourself because of possible repercussions that could happen to you if you tell them that this doesn't make you feel good, this hurts, this is not something that you want to experience. And you tolerate it because, you know, they also may have, you know, endured threats and other types of pain and violence. And so you just continue to tolerate it because you also might deal with self-worth issues and lack the confidence to stand up and advocate for yourself but also believe that maybe you deserve it. You might be convinced that you deserve the treatment that you are getting. And that's not true at all. No one deserves to be hurt or abused at all whatsoever. And so it's just important for you to remember that. But it can be tough when people are feeding your mind with all these lies of like, you deserve this, this is why you're getting it, this, that, and the other. And then you just continue in this um, continual cycle of just allowing all kinds of abuse to come to you because you don't know anything different. And you have to be the one that breaks the cycle because it would be I could, I've seen this happen where, like, the mom is abused, and then the child is abused, and then that person has a child, and then uh, they that you know their child might be abused. And I'm not just saying like physical ways, like even in mental ways, emotional ways, all of this counts. Um, so just consider if you feel like you do tolerate it and you don't stand up for yourself, and you just let it happen, or you kind of fight back a little bit, but not enough to really make a difference. It's definitely your trauma manifesting in your life because. You haven't, you've also just not had the opportunity to understand that you can stand up for yourself and advocate for yourself and you do not, absolutely 125% do not deserve this at all happening to you. I hope that you know that. Okay, number four. Number four is needing to prove yourself. I kind of struggle with this one itself. it's like I need to prove myself. I need everyone to know that I am... So great that I should be respected, that I should be seen as someone amazing. It's it's tough, um, but you know, if you are constantly needing to prove yourself to others, it could be the lack of self confidence and also your low self worth, low self worth again, not believing that you're worth anything, not being confident enough to take the steps to, um. Just believe that what you're doing means something to you and it doesn't need to mean anything to anyone else. Also, no one believing in you and treating you like you're less than or making mistakes and not feeling you can rebound from the consequences could also cause, be a reason for needing to prove yourself because you've been through things before that crumbled. Maybe it was a business, maybe it was a relationship, Um, maybe it was being a parent Maybe it was a project, I don't know. And it just, there's consequences from that not turning out well. And you're continually trying to redeem yourself and prove yourself to others, and possibly being hit in the face with people not allowing you to forget the mistakes and failures that you have endured. And it makes it so much more tough. Um, but also, the not, no one believing in you, right? people are not believing in you, like if you have people in your life that didn't believe in you or they talked down to you and told you that no one will believe in you and that you are not worthy of being believed, then that definitely could cause you to start needing to prove yourself because you're like, no, I like, it's like, it's, it's interesting because it's like actually a so low self-worth, but you are trying to gain that worth by getting, catching the eye of people to Give you the, again more validation and um, be like give you the respect that you feel and you do deserve in what you're doing, especially if everyone else around you is receiving that and you're the odd person out. It can make it even more difficult, but you just gotta like continue to press through and know that you don't need to prove to, prove yourself to anyone. Um, but you can definitely manifest from the trauma that you experienced by people just not like telling you that you won't be able to do anything, so you have to prove something. Okay, so number five, and the last one that I'm going to share with you guys. Trauma can show up in our lives when we are worried everything will fall apart. This is an interesting one for me because I used to, it's, it's getting better in the last like year, I would say used to be, and it, it's like, huh, I still struggle with it though. Um, it was definitely that person that's always worried that like the other shoe is going to drop. So it was hard for me. To really live in the positive and the joy and the excitement of the moment, living in the present, because I was always worried about things falling apart or what's going to go wrong. Or <laughs> the thing that I always talked to my therapist about was, okay, well, what like I'm waiting for something bad to happen because everything is too good right now, right? And you're just like, oh no, like something bad is going to happen, I'm telling you. And we get so used to the stress and the trauma that's happening in our life that we just continue to expect it, right? So we're experiencing things falling apart in the past. Could be a reason why this is manifesting um, from your trauma or having someone ruin things that you were a part of on purpose just to be malicious could be another reason And it's so stressful. Like, let me tell you, if you do not experience being worried about everything falling apart, it is literally so incredibly stressful because you're literally waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're waiting for this time where you should be just like lapping in the happiness and the joy of the moment. But you're over here like, oh my gosh, Like, let me like make a 100 guesses <laughs> with subcategories of things that could go wrong right now, and let's just wait it out. And then I'll just be like, I told you so, guys. I told you so. And so um, there are so many reasons or experiences that you could have gone through that were traumatic that would cause you to feel this way. But yeah, things falling apart in the past, um, that was me. I just felt like there's always something bad that was happening, um, so I never really you know, leaned into the joy of experiencing it, or I did lean into the joy. And then someone was always trying to rain on my parade and be like, why are you enjoying that? But all this bad stuff is happening over here, blah, blah. (laughs) And it was just terrible. It's just terrible. And so need to be able to realize that it's okay to lean into the joy. But again, I told you, I was not going to go into every single one of these, but do let me know if you do want me to do a follow-up episode going through how you can make it through and push through um, these manifestations of your trauma. Okay, you guys, well, that's it that's it we're ending early this time it's crazy so thank you so much for listening to the real positive girl podcast I came with me sabrina don't forget to check the show notes below for notes for the show also where to find me on tiktok on instagram sign up for the newsletter check out the website maybe join the facebook community if you're interested there's a new guide for sale seven dollars to increase self-awareness Um, there's probably, oh yeah, there's a survey. There's an anonymous survey if you have a suggestion for a podcast topic. So if you don't want me to know who you are, go ahead and click that link. Submit your idea for the podcast. I will get it. I will check it and I'll probably do it because I've done one recently. So that's it. That's all. Thank you for sharing, listening, downloading the show. You're absolutely fan freaking fantastic. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.